Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Were You Not Entertained, where two film fans discuss their favorite flicks. I'm Daniel. And I'm James. And in this episode, we're talking about A Quiet Place. Yes, uh, written, uh, well, co-written, directed and starring John Krasinski. Yes, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. His uh, real life spouse. Yes, Uh, Millicent Simmons and Noah Jupe. Mm Mm-hmm. there is also a brief, well... Brief is a good way to describe his time on the screen. <laughs> man in the Woods? No, I wasn't talking oh. about Man in the Woods. Uh, Cade Woodward. Cade Woodward. Cade. Cade Woodward. Oh, that was brief, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was brief. Uh, uh, Rocket, spo- man. Rocket Man. S- spoiler alert. Yeah, we're going to spoil stuff... Uh, so uh, probably should watch it before we, uh, before you finish the episode. Yeah. If you don't care, keep listening. Sure. If you do, you've been warned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, they really rock your boat pretty early. Yes, they do. They show you the stakes in this world real fucking fast. Yes, they do. And the stakes are high. Uh-huh. The stakes are literally life and death. Literally, little kid gets killed because he's wants to play with a toy. Yes. And it makes noise. Yes. It's a quiet place, not by choice, but by necessity. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's quiet, not because you want it to be or because you enjoy it, but because if you make noise, you will get killed. Yes. So, brief overview of the movie. Uh, brief overview? Uh, it's about a family who are trying to survive after an event. You start, I think it's 89 days after the event, somewhere yes. around there, just under just, just under, under three, 90, just yep. under three months. Um, and uh, the family seems to have a little bit of an advantage because one of their daughter, one of their children, the daughter is uh, is deaf, mm-hmm. so they presumably already knew sign language, so had the ability to communicate. You know, after making any kind of noise is life-threatening. Right. And so that that's kind of a cool take on it. Which hooray for that. Yeah. That's a, that, you know, that worked out for them really well. <laughs> yeah, it did. But uh, that being said, um, they are living in a world where there are what are presumed to be aliens, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of what they look like. They don't really say, but they kind of have this, like, Cloverfield-y feel to me. Like... Yeah, and, you know they they look demigorgon almost. 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. accurate. You don't get to see them up, for, up close at first. Um, it takes a little while. Yeah, they're blurs. They dash through and destroy anything that's in their path. They're very quick and very vicious. Yes, big claws, big teeth. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of more about a survival movie about how do you deal in extreme circumstances. Because, I mean, you could almost have a similar thing in space or something like that where... Sure. Um, you, and, and they have. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a monster attacking you. No, just the family where these are the parameters that are extremely hard to live by. And how do you get by in that kind of world? And I loved how fleshed out that was. Yeah. It was very uh it was very thought out. Mm-hmm. I mean they they seemed to go the extra mile. Yeah. To really make you make you appreciate what these people have to do in order to survive. Yeah. I mean down to him like pouring out sand trails so that it made less noise than walking over pebbles and stuff like that. Yeah, what looked like miles of sand trails. Yes, and like but he's uh, because after spoiler alert after the beginning when the young child plays with a, a space shuttle toy that makes a bunch of noise and gets killed. Damn kids. Uh, yeah, poor kids. Like just a kid, man. Yeah, it's such a world to li- like you know, he's not a grown, rational creature. He's like six years, five, six years old at most. I know. I know. There's just, you feel like... You know how high the stakes are. How can they not know? Yeah. But, no, I mean, of course they don't. But... Yeah, exactly. Uh, you... Especially when they were born where that wasn't the case. And this is like three months ago. All right. of a sudden, life is everything is life. For, every noise you make is life or death. Like that's just it's different. You're a kid. You just yeah. want to do what you were doing before and mm-hmm. have fun. And yeah, not keep and not con- take into consideration every noise you make at every moment forever. Yeah, could kill you and your family. Yeah. So it's a it's a dark premise, um, and really the entirety of the movie is about their survival. It's about how do they survive in this situation. Yeah. And um, individually and as a whole. Yeah. And I mean as far as plot goes there's it it's it's more a series of suspenseful events and happenstance. <laughs> yeah. Very very realistic in that sense though. They didn't feel like it was Oh, here's one pratfall after another where you just don't have a choice about it. There is there there was a sense of semi believability. Um, I I felt like that they made the monsters in this a lot more realistic because of the fact they weren't they didn't seem like they were this. They only showed up if you made a noise. There were moments where they were being very quiet like they normally were and they just happen you just happen to have a monster roll th- a creature roll through. Yeah. And that those They're around. They're, they're just yeah, kind of exactly. yeah, they're kind of lurking. Exactly. And so you can run into them unexpectedly regardless of noise. Yeah. Which is something that you don't get from a lot of creature movies. You know, there's a or a lot of horror movies in general. There's like a, a series of events you have to do, or it's totally random. Right, exactly. It's one of those two. And this, this it felt like there was a good mix between the two. Yeah, I think there was. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a movie where they had to, you know, 
like they're in space and they have to decouple this part of the spaceship in order Mm -hmm. to survive because an alien got in the other part of the spaceship or, you know, there was no, there was no plot device that was, this has to happen in order for us to survive. They just had to survive. Yeah. Like they just had to exist. And how do you, how do you do that? Um, they decided to have another child after their youngest one got killed, which was a questionable decision in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of agree with you. I was like, oh my god, how do you? Yeah, that's oh that's that's such so dangerous. Yeah, what the hell are you gonna do? For me, it's yeah, I agree with you. I I can't blame them on one side, but at the other side, I'm I'm like. There is a feeling like you're endangering the children you have. Yeah. Um, and themselves. Right. But at the same argument, then what, they're just not supposed to have children any longer. Well, the right. human race. You, like hey. You can't do that. There's only so long that, right. that, that you can actually have kids anyway. Like there's, there's only a, a semi-brief point in time in your life where you can actually physically have kids. Yeah. And so once you've gotten past that, then you have no choice but to not have kids. Right. Uh, and if that's the case, you've got these aliens that are killing people, but you kind of need to repopulate the earth so that right. the human species can really stand a chance. Right. Because we know that there are some survivors around. We see the lighthouses, you know, throughout the valley. And so there's yeah. small, probably three, four people groups. But yeah, we're talking about. I would assume it's a few other families yeah. that have like grain silos and. But we're talking a valley that probably had a couple hundred people before, now down to maybe a couple dozen at yeah, most. Yeah, I was going to say 20. Yeah, yeah, at best, we're talking 20, 25 people. Yeah. yeah. It, dangerous times. Yeah. And man, they, they do a great job of that. I love the way they keep the suspense in this movie really heightened the whole way through, but it, there are a few jump scares, but I didn't feel like they were overly done. I felt like the jump scares were kind of, you, that you knew when there was about to be something this jumpy, they, they showed from the beginning, even when the first monster was coming and he, and, uh, the dad, John Krasinski's character is running towards, Lee. towards Lee uh who's holding the rocket ship um you see him look off to the right and you see the monster dashing through the bushes and you can't see it yet but it, it's not like it just he's just running infinitely until all of a sudden his son has disappeared on the street right. you know what I mean they give you a sense of understanding what is about to happen yeah and so I think a lot of the times that you have those moments that are kind of flashy what would be traditionally a jump scare are set up for you in a way to just intensify the suspense because the stakes are so high. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that. Yeah. And I think there were multiple points in the movie that were, that were kind of like that. Like Mm -hmm. you you knew that it was coming, but you're still like, ah, (laughs) yeah. Um, You know, to be honest with you, it kind of reminds me a little bit in that way with that on top of the really good production value of get out. Yeah, it, it has. See it, there's like a similar feel to it. I wouldn't say it's like a theme or anything. They're no. totally different movies, but there was there was something about it. It it's, feels like a kind of a modern horror like stylization, eerie throughout. 
Yeah, really suspenseful, really eerie. Um, Uses some action and kind of jumpy moments when it's appropriate, but it doesn't crutch on that. Right, yeah, that's not not the whole thing. And real cerebral as well. Both of these movies make you think a lot. Um, are incredibly engaging. That was one thing about this that really caught me too, is I cannot believe this hour. I literally looked at the clock when I finished watching this movie Mm -hmm. because I was like, you know, how long was this? And I was blown away that it was an hour and a half. It felt like I had been watching for like 50 minutes to an hour. I was about to say, yeah, it was over. It was over quickly. Yeah, and it it wasn't. It was an hour and a half. That's a normal runtime for a movie, but you're just so engaged the entire time that I it, time just flew while I was watching. Yeah. I really, really liked this movie. I'm yeah. just going to say it out. I was totally entertained. Blown away by how much I liked this movie. I really liked it as well, and I, yeah, I was really entertained. Uh, there were some points in it that were questionable to me, and that's just... You know, like plot wise. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. Okay, so you have these you have these creatures that they don't really explain, which is fine. Yeah, right. that happens. Fair enough. But you don't know where they come from. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you do know how they hunt, right? Sound. You know, sound is yeah. what. Okay, so to me, <laughs> you're like, how do I set up a trap to observe them? How do I set up a trap to try to kill one? How do I? I don't. Like, are you, yeah, are you talking I'm, about like taking the offense. Yeah, I don't even think that you need them? all of that. I mean, I think you understand, or you should understand, that things with ears, you can make weapons that are debilitating to things that can hear. Right, but these, uh, this is like a family. It's not like. They don't have access to military grade you weaponry. Don't need military, or... you need a speaker. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, it's... but the testing process right. of that is it can... really dangerous, yes. man. It can be scary, and it, I think it's a little. But bit I'm different not saying too. for them, particularly for them to have come up with something. You're saying in the world at large, yeah, and I'm saying that that's very, very likely. I don't think we got past a year in this world. Yeah, we did. Oh, no, it was like 460 days, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So still, we're talking less than a year and a half. Yeah. Like, that. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, that probably did happen multiple places in the world, just not in that valley or hadn't gotten there yet. I mean, he had only counted three of these monsters. Right. He knows of at least three unique individual monsters. So maybe there was five or six, I think, is what we're looking at. Maybe as many as 10 total at the end, at the very end of the movie. There's three. You're talking about there was way more than three, weren't there, on the uh, screens? Mm-mm. Okay. That was the other two. Uh, there was just two more? Yeah. No, there had to have been more than two on the screens at the just end. I two. swear there was like three or four of them in each one. I'm, I guess it could have been like sequential screens but of the monsters moving in, but there had to have at least been three extra. I swear I saw them. Anyway, yeah, if if I'm totally wrong, let us know. Uh, you know, hit us up on Facebook or something like that. But, yeah. Okay, well, two more, I guess, than at least yeah. at that point. Um, yeah, and if that's the case, man, they're about to wreck shop, and it's going to be smooth sailing around dude, those parts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to see that movie so bad. The sequel? The daughter blasting freaking... 
ear, you know, earpiece noise and the mom going doom style shotgun on everything. <laughs> like I, I finished this movie was like, fuck yes. No, another hour and a half. Show me that movie. I want to see that movie so badly. Emily Blunt just going hardcore Henry on these motherfuckers. Yeah. That would be so great. It was so satisfying to see her blast the head off of the yeah, other one. Yeah, it was. So, absolutely. Was like, and then the way that she was like, yeah, pump up that volume. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Great times. Yeah, that was a, that was a great That's moment. Amazing ending. Amazing. Yeah. I don't think you can have a better ending for a horror movie. Not, not unless, I think that might be my favorite. Not unless Rod pulls up in his, in his uh, security cop car <laughs> telling you to hop in. <laughs> yeah but i felt like that that was more of a kind of macguffin moment i know whereas like in this one it, it was sewn it was throughout a, the story it was a joke motherfucker <laughs> well yeah i know but that's what i mean is that that was a great moment at the end of a horror movie i loved that moment but this was just so well crafted and sewn throughout the entirety of the story and it just allowed for you to go in a direction you totally didn't expect that was so totally different from the rest of the movie because they finally had the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And just to see that brief moment of excitement and hope that has been missing the entirety of the movie, it, oh, it was so cool. After it's too late to save the father. Oh, man, I know. Oh, that. You know that's going to break that little girl's heart. Once yeah. She, once she realizes, once they get there, that, that there was a couple different times where she could have under where she could have realized that, that was one of the other things and, that I had a problem with. And that, that if I she, was like, if she had figured it out, if she had figured it. it out slightly earlier, her dad would still be alive. You're like, oh, my head hurts. It's so loud. Ah, uh, the creature ran away. That's weird. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, to be honest, the first time it happened, it was when she was standing in the cornfield and she didn't see the creature behind her. And she didn't hear it make the noise either. I mean, she, and so she, she saw it take off. She saw she could see it go through the, yeah. But she didn't realize anything was really happening. Like, no, she was standing there and her it started happening to her and she, like, crouched down because it hurt. But she didn't see the monster, and then the monster like took off. And I think she turned around and saw some rustling, but she didn't know she didn't see a monster or anything. And that's when she saw the, her brother's flashlight. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't really evidence to her that that's what happened. You know what I mean? And then like the only other time was when they're in the grain silo, and that's when she was like, "What the fuck? That was kind of weird." It the the earpiece went off, and it freaked out and took off. And then right after that was when her father ended up dying. And so it was like, yeah, she might have figured it out slightly earlier. You can make all the excuses you want. (laughs) She might have been able to figure it out slightly, slightly earlier. But I feel like if she had her head out of her ass and quit feeling sorry for herself because she got her brother killed. She got her brother killed. She might have noticed a little earlier. Yeah. Uh, She felt like she got her brother killed, whether... whether she actually did or not is up for debate. She could have done something different with the batteries other than... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And just left them there. You're right. And left the kid there by himself with the bat. I mean, okay. Yeah, and also she was like seven years old whenever that happened. And how good are seven-year-olds at taking care of five-year-olds? I don't know if she wasn't seven. She was older than that. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. She was probably like 11. She's She's the oldest. Because she's probably like 13 in the... Something like that. And well, yeah, I mean, it only like, happened a year later. And it was later. like a year and a half later, so she no, was... Just a year later. A year later, okay. Go from 90 days to 400 and something, so it was okay. just a year. So about a year later. Yeah. Um Then, okay, she was probably like 12 years old yeah. at that point in time. Yeah, fair it's, enough. It weighs heavy on her, which is fine. Right. I, that's understandable. I would feel bad myself, but... You know, there's there's just certain things. I really enjoyed this movie, but there's certain things that that are in this movie that I'm like, are you serious? I, I don't know. I, I I'm pulling up a bag of laundry and it gets caught on a nail. I just tug on it. I'm just gonna tug on it until I rip a hole in the bag or the nail comes popping out of the board. Right? Seriously? Okay, that was a dumb moment too. Like how careful? They're they're so careful about going through all this stuff. You know, they are they're laying out sand in all the walkways. They're creating these rooms so it can be silent. They have this this cool switch that they can flip, and it turns everything red and lets everybody know this is the oh shit moment. Yeah, you know? something bad's happening. They've got yeah. all this stuff. He's he's doing these things with the earpiece for his daughter so she can hopefully hear and all these things. And I'm just like, this is the one thing that you just ignore, like. Yeah, I get that. At the you same deserve th- to step on that nail. <laughs> At the same time, I feel like this does a great job of not having those just ridiculously poor choices. I think that they're they're mediocre, they're minuscule poor choices. They're easy bad choices for any regular person to make, and that it's really it's kind of a almost an example as to how they have to be on point all the time. They're plot devices. They are. Well, yeah, that's how you that's how you live. Right. I get that, but not many people are going to survive in a world like that. No, and, right. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> exactly. they they've done a good job of surviving this long. They have. Um and then I think that those are kind of forgivable compared to the idiotic choices of most horror horror film protagonists. A lot of times like you deserve to get run over by that car. Why didn't you go run behind those trees? You ran down the middle of the street. Of course they're going to continue to run over you. Yeah. And it's just like dumb choices like that in movies that you're like, well, how do you I probably shouldn't try to crawl out of a doggy door. I'll rip those movies into a asshole a different day. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I felt like the choices in here may have been like, oh, no, don't do that. But at the same time, they 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 seem innocuous at the time. Yeah, no, like I said. And those innocuous choices can be the ones that bite you in the ass when the whole world's gone to shit, but like I they're said, believable. I enjoyed the movie, but at the same time, there were certain situations in there that I'm like, damn you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all have, y'all have gone to these great extent, these great lengths to, to be safe, and just... 
pay attention. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's all. I think it's under- plot devices. And it's understandable when it's from the kids. The nail thing was the only one that really got me. Yeah. Because I was like, all the kids, like, they're, they're kids. They, yeah, they're, the kid they're trying the to figure it out. the spaceship and the thing. Okay, the, and, the girl doesn't really figure out the deal. And the girl, like, going off on her own and stuff like that when she probably should be there with the mom. Asshole. Right, but she's a fucking <laughs> teenage kid. Like She's an asshole. You were an asshole when you were a teenager. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, most certainly. So, uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, the, the nail thing is the only thing I'm like, Oh, come on. No, nobody does that. Yeah. You know, why is the fucking name? Why is the bag stuck on the board? Like it should be stuck like that. And you go and figure it out and like, there's a nail sticking out. This is dangerous. I should get a hammer. One of my kids could step on this. Maybe not a hammer. Uh, maybe not, but <laughs> maybe um, I should pull it out the rest of the way or, or maybe something. a piece of like a, uh, like a hard, rock or something that i can press in slowly. right yeah 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 you know what i mean but i think anything in that situation would have been a better choice than leave it sticking up so you can come and step on it later the only worst choice would be a hammer <laughs> that would be the only thing worse than that. right yeah, yeah. oh um, i don't have a hammer let me go get my sledgehammer yeah <laughs> <laughs> a jackhammer should figure this out. right yeah exactly let me go get an electric generator and a pneumatic <laughs> hammer. Like, yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. Uh, I did. I did enjoy. Okay, so there were there were there were these moments that I was like, "You sons of bitches!" But I did enjoy how they were used as plot devices mm-hmm. um, because they made it wasn't just the fact that. You know, oh, she came back and stepped on a nail later. I mean, that sent everything, like the nail. You know? The nail was the catalyst for the whole sent everything spiraling out of control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you had the situation at the at the grain silo where the kid fell in, and that that put a little bit of uh, pressure on on the dad to leave. Yeah. But, and yeah, it really was that nail. That nail is what caused her to drop the frame, which mm-hmm. caused the monsters to come in. Yep. Um, caused, and it was really bad timing with the whole. Her water breaking. Water breaking. Her yeah. going into birth. Yes. Yeah. Her labor, I guess, not going into birth, going into labor. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, no, it just, it, yeah, I think it worked. It was so well written. It's yeah, so what? good. Yeah. It's so good. I really, really, really like this movie, man. Like, I like it as much as I'd like to get out. Like, they're, they're, yeah. they do suspense beautifully. Oh, yeah. Beautifully. Very suspenseful. Yeah. For sure. But they had also broke it up in a really elegant way to where it didn't feel like this just bearing weight that you're carrying the entire time. Yeah. Like it wasn't just overloading you with suspense to where it no longer mattered because you were burdened by it. It it broke it up into a way that it felt like you got your reliefs when you needed it and then it built you up to where it was enjoyable suspense. And big, uh, big props. Speaking of, you know, enjoyable suspense. Mm-hmm. Big props to uh, to Noah Jupe, which is uh, played by playing Marcus Abbott, the son. Yeah, the son. For when they're when they're 
truck is getting attacked you know they run and they jump in the truck to yeah to kind of protect themselves and the truck's getting attacked because the thing is heard them heard heard him scream for his dad right to save his father right and then his dad gets killed yeah puts that thing into drive or takes the emergency yeah. brake off and just steers it down the down, down the, hill. the hill yep yeah it's like yes all that time you spent playing in that truck, that actually came in very handy. Yeah, and I thought that was... They showed him get out of the truck earlier in the movie. Yeah. And so I thought that was a cool way to like tie in one of the earliest scenes. Right. Um, it's just really well wrapped up. It feels solid. And all the answers you really need are given, and all the ones that are fun to speculate are left a little bit open. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you think about it a little bit as well, it's... You know, for all you know, when whenever it was that went down with these aliens, these creatures, wherever mm-hmm. they came from, that truck could have just been sitting there because they had driven it up there and parked it there and they were doing stuff in the field and then they found out about this stuff. And so, you know, starting the truck now would be death. Suicide. Yeah. Right so you leave it there. And, you know, there's there's all of this stuff that is just kind of it is where it is. Yeah. Just because you can't do anything else with it. Yeah, know? it was like frozen in a moment in time. Yeah. I thought that I thought the fact that they made sure to include things like that and mm-hmm. what they did with um like having lights as the signal and, and the all production that value stuff on this was, was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. No, they did an incredible job. It looked beautiful too. Yes. Yeah. Um it you know this movie did kind of have, feel like while I was watching it, I kind of got the a couple different movies in my head, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Cloverfield because Field of, of Dreams because <laughs> of the monsters, like of the corn. Well, I guess, <laughs> but no. But anyway, uh, Cloverfield, the monsters kind of had a like Cloverfieldy feel to me. Yes, they did. Um, and then uh, Signs. <laughs> Signs, yeah, okay. Like, there was definitely a lot of feel of signs to me. Yeah. It was more about the family dynamic than it was about the monsters at hand in that sense. Um, The fact that it was on a farm. With with... a little bit of a better twist, I guess, for the ending. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love signs, and I'm a M. Night Shyamalan defender. I I love his movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I've had fun with pretty much every one of them except Avatar. I didn't hate it as much yeah. as everybody else does, but I just was like, meh. I was pretty, meh. I was pretty close to hating it. <laughs> yeah, it was unspectacular, and that's yeah. the nicest way I can put it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, even uh, Devil, that yeah. was one I was like, I liked it okay. It wasn't nearly as much as I liked his other stuff, but that's totally unrelated to this movie. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, those were the two movies that kind of I felt like I was seeing a, a modern, better representation. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until after I watched it that I felt like I had that kind of that it felt like it had a similar vibe to uh, Get Out. But yeah, well, I think it had, I think it was a great representation of the genre, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it's a PG 13 movie billed as a horror movie. Yeah. And it is horror ish, but it's more suspense than I love how there's almost no gore. Yeah. There's, 
Uh, you see some body slashes, and you see yeah. a bunch of blood you at see times. Some blood, but that's yeah, that's about it. I mean, you see the woman who's torn up in the pit. Yeah. Um, and you see like John Krasinski's character get slashed across the chest and stuff. Well, yeah, like that, there's just blood on a shirt, though. You don't. There's no right. It doesn't like have intestines. He doesn't have his intestines. Yeah, hanging exactly. Out <laughs> Which I appreciate the hell out of. Man, I hate gore in movies. I'm not a gore fan. That's that's one thing that I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, if it's necessary, then fine. If it's to tell the story accurately, you know, because I'm watching, you know, a Vietnam War movie, then that's fine. But if it's just a gore for gore's sake, I'm like, all right, you lost all credibility from yeah. with me. Doesn't bother me. It's not my thing. But I'm me. I guess I'm snooty. Yeah, no. Not you. Wait, wow. That was a... Way higher level of sarcasm than I expected from that response. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need to go rethink my life. Um, while I'm doing that, um, what was uh, your favorite scene from the movie? Uh, my favorite scene was when the kids almost died in the silo. Ooh, the silo scene. That was good. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the... I like the level of suspense, and I like the fact that they figured it out. Uh huh. And but they and they knew they had to make noise to survive, and yeah. that like getting on the on the piece of metal and living is more important at this exact moment, and then we can be silent, kind of thing, right? Yeah. And figure it out, and they figured out how to shield themselves and dump into the dump into the corn if need be to protect themselves from the. Oh, yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, really liked that. Yeah, and unbeknownst to them they actually told their dad with all the noise they made mm-hmm. about where they were yeah and i like the fact that the boy fell in and since the sister is deaf she had no clue at first yeah she was kind of looking around she until was she realized like, the door was missing she was like storming off and uh-huh. she was like i'm i'm just gonna go because dad's not gonna come looking for us uh-huh and then she was like, well, wait a second. Something's wrong here. Yeah. And she like, turns around and like, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. And he was. He was gone. Trying to swim in corn, which is not a good idea, by the way. If no, you, you don't kick your if legs. If you ever fall in a silo, don't move. You don't Stay kick, still. You don't kick your legs. Like, he had the right idea reaching for the piece of metal. And if he had just, like, slowly pulled, like, with his forearms towards the metal he would have eventually gotten there yeah you kick the your legs you're just stirring up shit below you to sink into it's like quicksand yep it's a lot like that but, but yeah i did i really enjoyed that i enjoyed the fact that the door fell and he was able to get up there and his sister just just jumped in yeah just jumped right on in you know after they had their Little spat about daddy hates me and all that. She ain't gonna be responsible for another sibling. Yeah, exactly. She's like, fuck. She's that. like, no, no, not yeah. again. Uh, and and then the creature tore a huge hole through the side of the silo, trying to book it out of there. Yeah, it did not like the it, the song she was singing. It did not, yeah. not at all. Yeah, so that that's why I like that one. Good scene, good scene. What about you? Um, if it's not the very end, because the end is just such a moment of like, yeah, fuck you, you let's go blast some monsters. Exactly, kind of you can't help but like that. Um, if it's not that scene, then I would have to say it had to be the scene where um, Emily Blunt's character, the mom, it's after she steps on the nail. 
mm-hmm. and drops the picture frame. Um, and it's the kind of surviving through right. the uh, surviving through as being as silent as possible while going through contractions. I was about and to say the monsters she's... hunting her through the through the house, mm-hmm. and she's managed to flip on the red lights. Mm-hmm. So the dad knew. And so he sends the son and braves him up to go set off the fireworks and then rolls up in there with a shoddy. And it just It's one of those super tense moments where everything barely works out. Right, yeah. And if one thing goes wrong. And they all, this is thing, they barely go wrong. You know what I mean? If she hadn't set the timer, she right. would be fucked. Right. If she hadn't flipped the switch, she would have been fucked. Mm-hmm. But... She, if there had been a monster in the house when he came in with the shotgun, they would have been fucked. Right, but the only reason why there wasn't a monster there is because the sun set off the rockets in time. Yeah, I'm aware. And so, yeah. oh, it's so good. But then that's what also gets him chased through the cornfield and nearly killed. Um, <laughs> Dumbass kid. I know, dude. He fucking... I, I seriously thought he, she was going to find him knocked out from running face first into a tire. Yeah. I was like, knocked out by tire. That would be my. That would be the first time I heard that one. That would hurt like hell. Yeah. His tires are not soft, and he... No. He ran headlong into yeah, it. Yeah, he thunked into that. Yeah. Anyway. But Which, yeah, that was, that was my favorite scene. It just was the... It felt like it was the climax of suspense for me Mm -hmm. after that you had some really suspenseful scenes as well with like the baby um yeah but i felt like that was the moment where shit got real and this is when when the action's gonna really really fucking start and from that point on it was non-stop run for our lives right and oh man loved it loved it great movie you if you have made it this far and haven't seen it absolutely recommend it i don't even think that our telling you about it would spoil this movie no and i feel Um, like if you've made it this far and you haven't seen it hopefully all that we've talked about it would inspire you to go see it because it is worth watching yes um thoroughly entertained love this movie um and if you like what you heard or you want to talk about it with us uh you know feel free to give us a review on itunes your podcast listening uh, application of choice and if you want to hit us up directly or join in the conversation where would they do that daniel uh facebook twitter go to uh where you not send us a message on there you can send us an email directly at uh, where you not entertained at gmail.com mm-hmm. tons of ways just uh, just reach out. Give us a shout. Tell us we're awesome. Tell us we're stupid. We don't care. We'll respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, let us know what you think. Tell us how stupid Daniel is. And, no, uh, no, no, not me, him. And join us next time on Were You Not Entertained? <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.